So it is that time of the week again. Welcome back to another episode of the Fever 20 News Show. Today we are talking about some new boots that got added into Fever 20. We're going to be talking about all the important stuff plus the social media stuff as well, just like every other week. So it's a little bit confusing in the world of Fever 20 updates because the PC got an update two weeks ago now and then the consoles got it earlier this week. So we're sort of up to date now between all the platforms, but for, for a little while there was a bit of discrepancy because the PC had an updated version of the game while everyone else was waiting on the consoles. But this week, we got update 1.07 for the PS4 and Xbox, and uh, basically brought in everything that the PC had a few days before it. So the new boots, like the Nike boots, they got the issue with the uh, players wearing generic boots fixed as well now. They've also added in the Winter Ball for the La Liga for the consoles now. And they also added in those 40 new faces that were previously only available on the PC. So players like Pepe, Herrera, Felipe from Atletico Madrid. Basically, all the face updates are all on the platforms now if you update to the latest squads. And speaking of squad updates, there was a new squad update this week as well for the 13th of November. This one is a new one compared to last week's one. But for the consoles, this is an important squad update because it brought in the faces and, and basically it brought in Ansu Fati as well. And uh, yeah, everyone should upgrade to this one if you want to get the new faces plus the latest stats for the players. Now, I'm not sure if this arrived recently, but they have added in the Serie A winter ball now, so when you play Serie A games, this is the default ball. For as long as I can remember, FIFA has always had pretty bad servers, but this year it feels like a lot of people have been complaining as well in regards to the servers. You know, there's delay, um, there's also lag and all that kind of stuff, and you know, it hasn't been the best experience online for most people that play far away from servers. So if, I reckon if you live closer to a server, you might get a better experience, but a lot of people don't live close to a server. You have to be sort of lucky. And of course, the average consumer can complain all they want. EA don't really care. But when a pro player, not a pro player that, that plays on the video game, an actual footballer, Michi Bashuayi, complains, there is a higher chance that EA might listen but there's also a chance that EA doesn't really care anyway. But this week, Bashuai was the hero of the FIFA community because he actually calls out EA for the servers and sort of teases them a little bit as well. So let's take a look at the tweet. So this was on the 12th of November. Mishi Bashuai puts out a tweet. Fix servers EA Sports FIFA. Please, why so much lags and latency? And <laughs> this tweet absolutely blew up. 13,000 retweets, 65,000 likes. And that was screenshotted probably a few days ago. So it's probably up in regards to those numbers by now. And basically, that's what a lot of people in the community want from EA. Fix the servers because there's lag and bad latency. So, in response to Mitchie's tweet, there was a few pros and content creators that responded. Krasi replied, hope they hear you. They won't listen to the FIFA players. Good luck. And then Kurt replied, banned. I mean, what else would you expect from Kurt? Basically, he means, you know, if you speak out about the game, they're going to ban you. But... They're not going to ban a pro footballer, no matter what they say about the game. It's just bad business for EA. But Inception writes, you're the best. And uh, basically, there was another response here from Capgun Tom. And apparently, he's a streamer now. I didn't know. But glad to see high-profile people tweeting about this. Hopefully, more awareness will lead to EA Sports FIFA doing something about it. So that was in response to the tweet. And then Mitchie replies, like the legend he is, yeah, right, meantime in EA offices. And he's got a photo of the sloth sleeping as part of the attachment to the tweet. So this was a very funny tweet. And Mitchie is one of us, guys. He's uh, definitely one of the heroes of the FIFA community this week. And of course, a lot of people are going to see these kinds of tweets about EA and that. Hopefully, they do fix the servers up. But at the moment, it feels like they just don't know what to do. They're trying to fix them, I guess. They put out pitch notes last year, or this year, sorry, 
about FIFA 19 servers, how they're looking to improve them, investigations and all that kind of stuff. But still, we haven't heard anything about how it's going to be improved. So I guess they're still investigating. Now, I've got to be honest, I don't really play Ultimate Team Hardcore. So with this topic, I'm not really 100% sure on a few things. But apparently, if you did icon swaps or something, there was this base icon pack or something which guarantees you an icon. Not 100% sure, but that's what I've looked at when I was researching. And apparently EA, instead of giving our base icons, they were giving our middle icons as well, which is basically the higher rated card. So it's a different variant of the icon. And from what I understand, and according to Maverick Wolves uh, video as well, he mentions that there were streamers that packed a 91 Ronaldinho card. And there was also a pro player that packed a middle card for Hullet. And he was able to sell it for 5 million coins because he already had Hullet in his squad. Maybe it was a different variant or something. I don't know how the duplicates work for icons, to be honest. But from what I understand, he was able to sell it one way or another for 5 million coins. So for me, I'm not really sure how this is an issue because I don't really play Ultimate Team Hardcore. But I know there were some people in the community really unhappy with this and they want compensation from EA. But EA hasn't really said anything about the issue. They maybe have tweaked the pack so it doesn't give out middle icons anymore. But who really knows? I mean, the communication has gone to an all-time low. Like, there's barely any communication anymore. And uh, who knows where the community managers are. And uh, yeah, that's basically all I know about this topic. There was a few tweets by the community, actually. And this guy, his name was FIFA. He writes, with players getting middle icons from base icon packs, do you think EA will compensate those that chose not to take the base icon pack? If you knew you could get middle icons, would it have changed your opinion on what you would have taken from icon swaps? Yes or no? There was also another tweet here. Yet again, EA Sports has told us a lie by calling it a base icon pack when you can get mids from it. Cheers, lads. Stop telling us lies. That guy doesn't sound too happy. And there's another tweet here. This one's the last one. So if I knew middle icons would have been given from the base icon pack, I would have done that. Hello, EA Sports FIFA. Any clarification would be nice. So everyone is left in the dark regarding this issue. I don't think there's going to be any updates here. Next up, let's talk quickly about some esports updates. So last week was the first tournament of the year. And who else was going to win it but Tex? This guy is killing the game at the moment in regards to the esports scene. And it looks like he's going to make some good money this year. He's probably going to win a couple of tournaments as well. But he did win the first one, the Foot 20 Champions Cup. I didn't watch anything, but I know that people watched it because they were giving out rewards or something. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> doesn't interest me at all, to be honest. But having said that, Tex actually did an interview and he actually says that he doesn't really touch FIFA at home. He doesn't pay attention to the scene and all that kind of stuff. Um, I didn't know that was all out, to be honest. I'll tell you, I haven't looked at competitive FIFA for a while. I just play what I need to do. I literally, at home, I don't play FIFA, I don't look at FIFA, I don't go on Twitter, I've taken a step. And this is the number one player in the world at the moment saying that he doesn't even play the game at home. So, I mean, this is live on an EA stream as well, so it doesn't get much better than that. That's pretty much the main highlight I got out of the first tournament of the year. Hopefully we get some more gems throughout the, throughout the competition, throughout the season. And let's move on to some Ultimate Team updates. For those people like me who don't want to buy a PSN subscription, there is a new squad battle for us to play. This is for the player Rodri from Man City. It's got Messi, it's got Ronaldo, it's got the 99 rated Rodri card, it's got Van Dijk, Modric, and so on. It's a pretty good team. I did play it on Legendary and I did beat it first go, so no issues there. So last week there was a vote for the last road to the final player. It was a fan vote between Vinicius Jr. and William from Chelsea. And William does come out on top. And EA put out the tweet, your votes have spoken. William is the new member of the Road to the Final squad, available in-game as an SBC now. So it's an 84 rated card, 
and this will upgrade as the Chelsea team goes through the competition, if they go through the competition. And uh, a few people weren't happy with this. They reckon it's rigged. They reckon everyone voted for Vinicius Jr. And they don't understand how William got voted into the road to the final squad. So yeah, who knows what happened there, but the people have spoken apparently. And finally, we have some new road to the final cards. There's some new Champions League players and Europa League players as well. Plus a new SBC for Papu Gomez. And a player pick SBC as well is also available in the game now. So we have an Ultimate Team update. There was a big leak for Ultimate Team's Footmas promotion this year. It looks like they're doing some sort of advent calendar system. So I guess it's time to get them wallets ready because it's time to spend some money again. This is the leaked photo, supposedly from a Best Buy or something. And it says Fever 20 Ultimate Team Holiday Calendar. 25 days of packs. And it says purchase from the 1st of November to the 25th of December and redeem from the 1st of December to the 31st of January next year. Now, obviously, right now, no news has come out by EA regarding this promotion, but I presume it's going to start soon or something. So basically, it's going to be like an advent calendar, but in a digital form. So you buy the calendar as a microtransaction, and then it guarantees you a reward every day leading up to Christmas Day. So yeah, it's basically like a, a digital version of it. And I'm not sure on the cost of that. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but who knows how, how much it's going to cost. But... If we do take a look at the fine print, it gives us a bit more information. So it says you must redeem your code and log in to FIFA Ultimate Team between December 1st and January 31st, 2020 to access Foot20's holiday calendar. So basically, uh, it's a code where you have to redeem it, which means you could buy for other people. I'm not sure if there's like a gifting system or something that's going to be applied to this, but it's going to be a redeemable code. And in this advent calendar, the rewards are going to be 20 gold packs, two premium gold packs, one rare gold pack, one draft token and one player pick from a choice of five players rated 82 to 85. Now, depending on the cost of this advent calendar, I'm not sure if this is going to be good value for money or not. The gold packs really don't appeal to me. I don't like gold packs because you get really nothing most of the time. And if you redeem your code after the 31st of January 2020, you will not receive any Foot 20 holiday calendar content. So make sure you redeem it if you do pick up a code. I guess it does sound interesting. It's a nice little promotion. You know, I think it will sell well. They'll make... A lot of money out of this but I'm not sure if the rewards are worth it depending on the price of this uh, I'll make my judgment once I find out the price but having said that you know this is just leaked information at the moment I'm sure EA is going to reveal some official stuff really soon because we're only a few weeks away from Footmas. So these EA servers are actually becoming a joke now. Two players in this week have complained about the servers. Yesterday we had the story about Bashuai complaining. Today we have another one. This is Benjamin Mendy and uh, it's hard to translate his tweets, you know, the Google Translator thing struggled a little bit, but basically you can put two and two together and sort of figure it out. His first tweet said something like, how's the connection EA fee for France? And um, the second tweet that followed that one said, the online difference, offline, I've never seen. So it's a bit hard to translate it, but what I reckon he's saying is like, why is the connection crap EA fee for France? And the online difference versus the offline difference is unbelievable. So basically, he's complaining he must have been struggling online when he was playing earlier this week. The servers this year have been an absolute joke. Like, I've never seen so many complaints about servers. And every week, it just seems to be more and more complaints. But we are going to be talking about a Reddit post about the netcode analysis for lag compensation in FIFA really soon. It'll be at the end of the video because it is a long Reddit topic. It's like a pitch notes, basically, so stay tuned. Next up, we have a story about some disciplinary action taken against some FIFA 20 Pro players. So this is basically an EA statement on their website. The three players affected here are Jazz, Clutch, and Noid 10. So first up, we have Jazz. His penalty was a disinvite from the live event, and he's going to be missing the Foot Champions Cup Stage 2 live event. So the explanation was 
This invited in response to messages sent in a Twitter chat group in which threats were made toward another player. Specifically, the EA Sports Fever 20 Global Series Code of Conduct violation for which the player is being disinvited is threats of physical violence, publishing, posting, uploading, or distributing content that EA determines inappropriate, abusive, hateful, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, he got in trouble for that. I think you can see their statements on their Twitter page as well if you're really interested to see what they have to say about the stories. Clutch got a penalty as well. Disqualification from all FIFA 20 Global Series competition and any future events scheduled beyond this season effective immediately. So it looks like it's one of those uh, permanent bans or something. Events missed. All future FIFA 20 Global Series competitive events and beyond. So that's FIFA 21, I presume, and onwards. Explanation. Disqualified in response to messages posted on Twitter showing a commercial offer to collude with players in an attempt to influence the FIFA 20 Weekend League match results. So it's like match fixing or something. Now had also got a penalty, which is a disinvite from the live event and one qualifier suspension from the FIFA 20 Global Series. He's going to be missing the Foot Champions Cup Stage 2 live event and the Foot Champions Cup Stage 3 online qualifier. Because he was suspended in response to messages sent in a Twitter group chat in which personal, religious and cultural attacks were made toward another player. I think, I could be wrong, but I think this story and the, the one with, uh, what's his name? Jazz is related to each other. So I think it's the same Twitter group chat from what I've seen. Basically, that was the three punishments that got laid out this week for three pro players. If you want to read their stuff, I'm sure they've posted stuff on their Twitters. And if you want to read this statement as well, you can read it on the EA website. So it looks like EA has made another mistake and they've actually upset a pro player now. So Mark Marley put out the tweet. He goes, I received an email last night informing me that I qualified for a spot at FCC2 in Bucharest. I sent them my details and everything was good to go. They even emailed me the player guide for the event. However, I have just had this email. Absolutely unbelievable. So let's see here. Dear Mark, we are writing to let you know that you were incorrectly contacted as a replacement competitor for Foot Champions Cup Stage 2. Another competitor who was seated higher than you should have been invited as the replacement. We are notifying you that because of our error, we must revoke your invitation and invite the correct player. If the correct replacement competitor is unable to attend, you are the next person in line. We sincerely regret and apologize for our error. We should not be notifying competitors unless they definitely should be invited to compete. We will add an additional layer of scrutiny to help ensure that this doesn't happen to another player in the future. Thank you for your understanding and best of luck. So pretty much he follows up with another tweet. To EA Sports FIFA, the way you treat your players is an absolute disgrace. I'm not sure where I go from here as playing this game on a competitive level. Just isn't healthy at all at the moment. Lost for words. It is tough, man, to be actually uh, being a pro in this game and you get to qualify for these at major events, you know, and compete, uh, especially for the prize money and stuff. And then you think you're going, you give them your details and all that kind of stuff, and then bang, they hit you with an email. Sorry, mate, uh, we, we made a mistake. You're not the guy that we needed to invite. There is another player better than you that we forgot to invite. You are the next in line, though. Good luck for the future. So, you know, it's a bit tough, man, but yeah, it's... They shouldn't be doing this in the first place. There should be levels to ensure that this doesn't happen to players because it is pretty demoralizing. It looks like the Copa Libertadores is probably like 99% confirmed until EA announce it. It looks like they've got the license now because there was some updates to the situation. So the first one is a screenshot. Apparently EA Sports is a sponsor on the ticket for the final of the Copa Libertadores. So you can see with that image there, EA Sports is alongside the other partners on apparently a ticket for the final. And then we have Lucas Pizzati who says, This week promises brand new info, a big announcement is coming. So I presume that is for the new license. And also, on the EA Sports FIFA Spanish channel, if you go to their latest video that came out about two days ago now, in the description it mentions like which players or something would you use from the Copa Libertadores. So they are hinting it on that description right there. So 
they would have mentioned it if they didn't have the license. I think this is uh, going to come true in the next few days. There could be a big announcement about this this week. So we have an Ultimate Team update. They've added in Kanate's Road to the Final card now. So you can do that as an SBC. So if you want to do that and get his card, it will upgrade if his team go through the rounds in the Champions League. So this one is found on Reddit. There was a user called Burfik who actually posted this. And it's called FIFA Netcode Analysis Lag Compensation is Killing the Game and the Community Needs to Speak Up. So basically... He did some analysis, he worked in game development, and his field was in networking, so he knows a little bit. And the post is extremely long, so I can't cover it all here, so if you want to check it out, make sure you go and read it on the Reddit page. But to sum it up, he reckons that there is actual servers around Europe, Asia, Australia and stuff, but these servers don't cover the whole world, which means there is players in certain regions like half of Russia, Turkey, that are connecting to servers 2,000 plus kilometers away because they're not in an actual region that can get access to a close-by server, if that makes sense. He says that the matchmaking in division rivals, at least, doesn't take into account the quality of your opponent's internet, neither his ping. It doesn't matter if you see 5 bars or 4 bars. If your opponent has high ping or packet loss, you will play a delayed match. So basically, what he calls for is to be able to actually match up with people that actually have a good internet connection and then skip the players that don't have a good internet connection because right now the game doesn't care if your opponent has good internet or bad internet you will be paired up with them even if you've got the best internet in the world you will still have delay through this matchmaking system that EA currently uses he says that the current system EA use compensates a lot for packet loss and he goes they said it themselves in their pitch notes from July they clearly confess using a maximum buffer time higher than what is needed to match the smoothness of an offline match. They say slightly higher, but I call BS. The matches online can be delayed by a full second. You can see how much delay is added as soon as the referee calls full time. He then says that another finding is that the game not only compensates for latency, but also for bad connectivity. The maximum buffer time allowed in the game to resend data is case of an error is too high in an effort to make people with unstable internet not suffer a lot of speed up lag. And he goes, I have read the pitch notes from EA about this issue from July. They actually lowered the maximum buffer time allowed to resend data in case of an error last summer for four days. But they were hammered by people complaining about speed up lag and finally reverted the changes. In this case, they saw the problem from potential profits point of view. Less people able to play online is less profits from them or for them. The more people that play, the more money they make. So it's better for them economically if they keep the same system. He says, why am I posting this? From the contacts of my friends who still work in game development industry, EA has stopped looking at this issue. They want more players to be able to play this game and they don't care about the responsiveness. The networking department already found this solution last year, but higher ups ruled against it. Their job is done, nothing more will be done about it, and the policy they are following is to be completely silent about the issue and never answer or react to anything about it, never. So I hope that makes sense, but if you still don't understand, just read the Reddit post. It is a long one. But uh, I think I spoke about the main topics in that post. I'm not sure if this is entirely true though. Take it with a grain of salt. It could not be true at all. But uh, this is one of the posts that blew up this week on Reddit. So it was another big week of FIFA 20 News. I hope you did enjoy. I'll see you next time.